Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. Today's episode of the Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you by Amplify You, the ultimate program designed to unleash your full potential and amplify your success. Imagine having a personal coach cheering you on, guiding you through a journey of self-discovery and helping you break free from those limiting beliefs that have been holding you back. That's exactly what Amplify You is all about. Whether you're a leader now or aspiring to be one, this program is your ticket to a more confident, empowered you. It's like having a supportive friend in your corner encouraging you to dream big. It's about having the career success that you want and creating a life you truly deserve. Amplify You offers a unique experience to help you build the confidence to tackle any challenge life throws your way. If you're interested in learning more about the program, please visit susanmbarber.com and click on the menu item, Programs. Are you ready to transform your life and your career? Let's make it happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. Today's episode is about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Doing things the same way you've always done them isn't getting you what you want. Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and getting uncomfortable is critical if you're going to be more visible. I don't say that to scare you, but to let you know that it is a foundational step towards being seen in a new way. Now, in episode 81, I talked about imperfect action. I talk about that a lot because it really helped me be able to move things forward in my world of perfectionism. And I talked about in that episode how some people seem to have it all together. They don't ever let obstacles get in their way. They just keep making things happen. They are taking small actions every day. They have a bigger why that they're chasing, and they aren't going to let anything get in their way. There's a quote in that episode that I wanted to share here because I think it also applies. T. Harv Ecker says, successful people have fear, successful people have doubts, and successful people have worry. They just don't let those feelings stop them. So how does this happen? How do we move past this uncomfortable place? Because if you think about in your past, I bet you had stuff that made you feel uncomfortable, a situation, a conversation, something in your work life that made you feel uncomfortable, but you may not think about it anymore that way because you're past it now. It's no longer uncomfortable for you. But think back when you applied for this job that you have now, for example, you probably didn't have all the requirements, but you applied anyway. You knew deep down you could do it and you would figure out what you didn't know. This is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and taking imperfect action. It means moving away from something that makes you feel safe and towards something that might be viewed as risky. So take my story, for example. I was still training to be a coach, my future career. I didn't know it at the time. When I was at the Fortune 500 company that I was at and they were going through a merger. Now I could have found another job when I left the company. I was working on getting my coaching certification on the side anyway. And so I could have found another full-time job and just did coaching on the side. 
But instead, I decided to accelerate the timing. And when the company merger happened, I left and started my coaching practice. I remember distinctly telling myself I had four options. Starting my own business was the scariest for me. And I thought, well, now is the time. You know, I have a choice now to do it <laughs> because it's probably not going to happen later. So I just, I just decided to trust myself and I chose this new path. I didn't know where this path was going to go. I didn't know how to start a business. I had never had my own business before, and I didn't know where it might lead me. But I do know this. If I hadn't done it, I would have missed out on helping so many people learn how to be visible. I wouldn't have written a book. I wouldn't have started this podcast. I wouldn't have done any of the things that I've done in the past seven years had I not left the company. Now, my boss, Steve Mintert, who was in episode 74, talked about how he moved from a place of comfort to uncomfort in that episode. And he talked about having a great leader who helped him develop a breakthrough leadership stand for him years ago. And his leadership stand was make yourself and others uncomfortable. Now, to explain a leadership stand, that was something, some language we used at Craft to really talk about how to show up as a leader. What did you want to be known for? What did you want people to know about you? And how are you going to push yourself out of your comfort zone? And so for him saying, make yourself and others uncomfortable meant he had to do something every day that would make him and other people he worked with uncomfortable. So of course he was scared to publicly state this and he didn't want to really say it out loud because he was generally the person that would make other people feel comfortable, not the opposite. Now, this leadership stand led to unbelievable growth and visibility for him, and definitely I experienced that as well as someone who worked for him. His advice is to never get comfortable. Stay curious and look for what's next that will make you uncomfortable because it helps you keep growing. Now, in my opinion, you can't grow unless you get uncomfortable. When you're in that moment of fear, trying to decide whether or not to go forward with something, the critical voice in your head is getting louder and it's telling you all the reasons why you can't do whatever it is you are considering. That is your imposter syndrome kicking into high gear because it knows you're going to try something new. It is trying to keep you safe, which means no growth. You stay exactly where you are, and even though you may feel like you want to do more, that fear kicks in and wins. That fear is too powerful, and you'll talk yourself out of moving forward as soon as you hear that voice talking in your ear. I wanted to share this quote from Adam Grant about imposter syndrome. He's a professor at the Wharton School of Business and the author of Give and Take, Think Again, Originals, and the host of a podcast called Rethink. He said, imposter syndrome isn't a disease. It's a normal response to internalizing impossible high standards. Doubting yourself doesn't mean you're going to fail. It usually means you're facing a new challenge and you're going to learn. Feeling uncertainty is a precursor to growth. Now, there are many things that can make you feel uncomfortable throughout your career moving in a new direction, trying a new industry, maybe a different company or a different type of role. Perhaps you're facing a big shakeup at your company. Maybe there's an organizational change that's about to happen. Or maybe you've even dreamed about doing something like I'm doing and going out on your own and starting your own company. Anytime you face a potential transition that seems scary, it comes down to a mindset shift. You want to try something different for yourself but you have to focus on that and push fear to the side because fear is very powerful and it will keep you stuck. But remember, you get to write your own story. I had that voice inside of me telling me that I needed to do something that would make a bigger difference. So 
you can have a voice that's maybe holding you and keeping you safe, but there's this other voice, that voice that I just mentioned, the one that's keeping you inspired, that says you have a bigger purpose, that says you want to do something bigger. And that's the voice that's inside of you, that's your intuition trying to help you. So that voice was trying to tell me I could do something more than I even realized. I could do something for people outside of my company. And for me, my heart was leading me in that direction. And I listened. You might have that same voice inside of you. And I'm wondering if you're stopping and taking the time to listen to what it's sharing with you. Making a big career transition can take a major leap of faith, but it can also pay off in a really big exponential way. So think about this question for a second. Do you yearn for more than what you're doing today? Just slow down long enough to ask yourself that question. I bet over half of the people listening to this would say, yes, I'd like a different job. I'd like to live somewhere else. I'd like to do more things in my life, spend more time with my family. There are things that you probably want to do, but you tell yourself you can't for whatever reason. Steve Jobs said, your time is limited. Don't waste your time living someone else's life. I think that's a really impactful quote. It is so true. How often are we making decisions for our own lives because someone else wants us to do that? Or we do something because it's what we should do, quote unquote. You have given the power of your life to someone else. They are making decisions about the time you have here. I'm inviting you to really consider where you are right now. Do you want to be 80 years old and have regrets about what you didn't do in your life? Or do you want to do something about that now? Now, this doesn't only include your career. Maybe you want to travel out of the country, but you haven't done it before. And so you're afraid and you do nothing. You have a list of places that you want to visit, but you never make reservations. I have a friend who wanted to travel with her family somewhere out of the country, but found every excuse in the book as to why she couldn't make that happen. I don't have a passport. I don't know how to get everyone's schedule together. I don't even know where to go. I challenged her to do the first thing. Go get the passport. Then find a travel agent to help you pick places, then pick dates, and get aligned with everybody in your family and make it happen. I want you to know that she just got back from this fabulous trip in December, and it changed her life. So taking that one first step of getting the passport was a domino effect to all of the other things that she needed to do. Because obviously she can't travel out of the country without a passport. So that was the first step she needed to take to make all of this come together. It comes down to making a decision and going forward, no matter what obstacle shows up. You get to decide what to do with your life. Making those decisions for you helps you take power back and puts fear in the background. Even the simple decision for my friend to get her passport was an action that moved her towards what she wanted. It took her one step closer to what she was really after. She wanted to do something with her family and it created momentum for her to do the next thing on the list. Susie DeVille, who's been on the show in episode seven and 28, calls this taking inspired action. The first action has a domino effect on the actions that come after the first one. So now let's think about how does this align with visibility? The bottom line is that you can't be visible without being uncomfortable, as I mentioned earlier. Now, there were definitely things I did at Craft that made me uncomfortable, leading multi-year programs, creating Women at Craft, which was our employee resource group, and launching that across the entire company, taking on repeated roles that on paper would have said I was not even qualified for, but I learned how to do them, and I learned how to be visible. I did all of those things, and looking back on those now, 
it seems kind of crazy some of the things that I was given to lead, but they saw leadership potential in me. And it wasn't that I needed to know that content. I needed to make sure I was leading my team to do the best things for the business and for the organization. When I left the company, it was one of the scariest things that I'd ever done. And starting this business was the second. I can look back on both of those things now and see how brave I was and willing to take risks. But in those moments, I was definitely not feeling that way. I didn't want to put everything that I had worked so hard for in jeopardy. And I knew I was meant to do more. So I had to really come to grips with that and say, you know, if you want to do more, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone to make that happen. So I want you to know that I've been uncomfortable almost every day. (laughs) I see it as a good thing though now. I know what happens for me when it means I'm taking things to the next level for myself and my business. It means I'm achieving goals that I've set and trying new things for the first time, but I know I will be okay. Even if I make mistakes, even if I fail, I will learn from those things, just like the Adam Grant quote. It's important for you to know this because we're conditioned to avoid mistakes and failure, but this is where the real growth happens. I've definitely had things that didn't go well or that I wish I could do over, but I can't. I did, however, spend the time to reflect on what I would do differently when those things happened so I could avoid having that situation happen again. Starting this podcast, writing the book, doing my first live video, writing my first blog, my first in-person speaking event and virtual speaking events, creating my first class, working with my first client, taking on consulting roles, all of those things made me uncomfortable. But if I didn't do them, then no one would know me, work with me, read the book, or listen to this podcast. I had to get uncomfortable for all of those things to happen. In episode 98, I talked about limiting beliefs that hold us back. Our thoughts are keeping us safe and letting fear win. Every time I tried one of those new things I just mentioned, fear was right there trying to hold me back from being visible. Even as recently as a few weeks ago, it was still trying to hold me back. So here's what happened. I built a program probably a year ago. I created the sales page. I figured out what would go into it. I named it. I had it all ready to go. It was brand new. It was the first time I'd ever done it before and I was getting excited about it, but there was something nagging at me in my stomach. And I kept saying to myself, why is this happening? Why am I feeling this way? And so I kept putting it off. I would find reasons not to do the program. And my gut was telling me not to do it, even though I had done everything that I should have done to launch it. I had to sit with that feeling for a while because I trust my intuition. I trust that it's telling me there's something else I need to pay attention to. It was nagging at me and it was driving me crazy. What was I afraid of? There was no reason to be afraid. I'd done so many of these wonderful things that I just shared with you since I left Craft, and this was just one more. It took me time and a lot of reflection to realize that I was trying to launch that program along with many other things that I had on my plate. Me holding myself back was actually a good thing as I reflect back now. I trust my intuition and knew that there was a reason to wait, even though I couldn't see it in that moment. I can look back now and see that it was the right thing to do to wait. I would have been overcommitted and burned myself out had I tried to do it all. So I'm excited to share that this new program is starting now. There's no pit in my stomach anymore telling me to wait. This program is too important to keep on the back burner when it can help so many people. And so I'm keeping that idea and thought in front of me that if I stay focused on this and and focus on the bigger why and let all these other excuses that might show up along the way push them to the side because they don't go away, but I'm not letting them stop me. I'm not letting them prevent me from putting this program out. 
So I want you to trust yourself and know that you're going to be okay when you have these same thoughts. Even if you fail or make a mistake, you can't see those things as negatives, but as learning opportunities. I've always learned so much about myself as a leader when things didn't go well, even more than when they did. I bet you can look back on situations where that is true for you too. So think about this for one second. Pick one thing in your career or in your life that didn't go as well as you'd hoped and sit with that for just a second and really think about that situation. Now I want you to identify three things that you learned that changed for you or resulted in something else happening for you because of that original situation. I'm a big believer that things happen for us, not to us. If you can look at situations that make us uncomfortable as a teaching moment, it can help you move forward and avoid staying stuck. Just slow down and get curious and ask yourself, what is the situation that happened to me supposed to teach me? Being uncomfortable is about having courage, the courage to ask the hard questions, have the difficult conversations, give constructive feedback, knowing that it will be hard for that person to hear. Letting someone go in that organization, taking on a bigger role, or standing on a stage delivering a speech. All of those things require some form of courage and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because being visible is all about taking small actions towards being seen, and that means you need to push yourself out of your comfort zone. I want that to make you uncomfortable, but not stop you from moving forward. My goal every day is to do something uncomfortable even if it is only for me to know that I did it. It is still progress in my book, and that helps me become more comfortable in that uncomfortable place. So as I look back now across my career, across leaving craft and starting my own business, I'm really glad I didn't take the safe route. I didn't let fear stop me from leaving what I knew and what was comfortable for me and doing something different. Don't let it stop you either. You probably have something inside that you've always wanted to do, so let's make it happen. Your visibility action for today is, I wanted to start with a quote for this piece. There is a quote from Vincent Van Gogh that says, if you hear a voice within you that says you can't paint, then by all means paint and that voice will be silenced. I wish I had known that quote back when I thought I wasn't creative, but I think it's important to think about that quote for a second. So what is the voice inside of you saying that you can't do? What if you did it, even if it's in a small way, you're going to prove to yourself that you can do it. Take one inspired action and it may be just enough. It may be just enough to give you momentum and get you excited to do more. You might just surprise yourself with what you can accomplish and what happens because of this one simple inspired action. I hope you do. I hope you take one inspired action for yourself today. Thanks so much for joining today on the Visibility Factor Podcast and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor podcast.